0: Hello, everybody out there. Just a little heads up, a little disclaimer for any of the radio listeners, anybody who is listening in uh, something where we are limited to the one hour time frame. We are uh, doing the special 200th episode and the content runs a little longer than one hour this time around to get all the good stuff in there. So, uh, if you are listening out there on one of the radio ones and you hear us get cut off, but you want to hear the rest, check it out anywhere Finder Podcasts can be found, iTunes, Stitcher, etc. And uh, you can also go to our Podbean page, just lostathomepodcast.podbean.com. And uh, check it out so you can finish the rest of the content and enjoy all that we have to offer.
1: With that being said, please Enjoy. (laughs) Welcome to the Lost at Home podcast. Here are your hosts, Scott Bear and Jeremiah Johnson.
2: Welcome to the show. My name is Scott, and I'm Jeremiah. And I am blocked by this pop screen. I am looking at you through what looks
0: like a dirty screen door in a southern town. That's good. That's to make me look prettier. That's what I go out to the bars uh, with. I have that wrapped around me. You definitely look fuzzy. Yep, I'll give you that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it's probably
2: know, the first suit you're wearing. You know,
0: you have the. Uh, you're the, definitely wearing a first suit. You know, you have the technology to move that. You know, if you I can. Actually, um,
2: speaking of fursuits, uh, my wife walked into my workout the other day uh-huh. and it's a, it's a sporty place, a lot of sports playing. Uh, there was a mascot dunk competition. Nice. And she looks up at the TV while we're talking, looks over at me and she goes, why are those furries playing basketball? <laughs> <laughs> and like, like- I'm like, honey, they're called mascots. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: Like, honey, uh, sports has changed a lot since yeah. the last time you saw him Yeah, the halftime show is dirty. Yeah, it's so dirty. Yeah, this is just what they're doing—a warm up for the orgy. It's gonna be a fun, fun Super Bowl.
2: Yeah, just the Eagle from the Eagles and the Patriot from the Patriots, and yeah. they just get they get all lubed up and fuck each other hard and yeah. raw on the fa- on the
3: fifty yard line.
2: Yeah, that's the right. There you sport. go. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. there's yeah. yards,
0: there's yards in there. Yeah,
2: I don't know the sports ball as well as most other people, but welcome to the show. Yeah, for, that's uh, right for our, God damn it, episode two fucking hundred. Yeah,
0: yeah, boom. Uh, and I wanted for uh, first of all give a little uh, quick uh, apology to anybody who was tuning in last week expecting to hear two hundred and instead got crickets. I literally uh, I looped an hours of crickets. Even though, and I actually introduced it, like, welcome to episode 200, ladies and gentlemen. And then it was just crickets. But no, uh, we... We're not
2: doing that this week, right? We're not just going to suddenly piss off people. Because it would be hilarious if we wait till I, next week to do 200. I kind of... And went, we just do an there, hour. There,
0: there's those party, uh, yeah, of us introducing 200, and then we don't get to it. Like, oh, sorry, we don't actually have time to it, get to uh, it, it episode 200. It should be like
2: crickets by the side of, like, the interstate. So every once in a while you hear like a... Yeah. And, and a, like a dude jacking off. I think that happens Yeah, At some interstate. point you hear some rustling. Yeah. Think we're alone, Jim? Yeah. yeah, Bob, I don't see anyone around. Ah, yeah. right, Jim, pull wh- whip it out. Yeah. It's already out. Well, you do have a small dick, Jim. I mean, no offense to you. It just looks like you have
0: an angry clit. An angry clit? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like a large clit makes sense. Like, what, like, like, oh, it's an angry clit, so <laughs> like, it's large? Like, you can put comical, like, down-pointing eyebrows on it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> you glue them on. Yeah, that, that makes sense. All right. Uh, so yeah, we we uh we were not here to do the 200th episode last week. Uh, Scott and I wanted to make sure we got everything polished right, and we've uh, had some crazy hectic weeks. Yeah, we're we're trying so, to say we put two weeks worth of work into this. So if it doesn't oh show, it
4: should.
0: Oh yeah, I shouldn't have actually introduced it that way because now people are expecting something. Oh yeah, you made it. You <laughs> but, you hyped it without even meeting. Well, here's, meaning well, to here's hype the thing, it. and then we didn't get to it, so we're just gonna like poop this one out by the uh, at the time uh, by the time you hear this. Um, so anyway, yeah, we yeah. have
2: no show notes. We yep. have nothing on the plate. We nope. uh, actually decided to do what we normally do for every landmark episode, like episode 100, That's 150. Right. Uh, we pulled episodes from the vault. Meaning yeah. we did work hard on it. Meaning we researched. We basically played librarian this week.
0: And in this one, though, we actually, we went so far back that I don't know if anybody remembers listening to us in the old days before podcasts were a thing or anything like that. We were on the um, radio. Uh, we, we were on the radio and uh, and we even had like stepped into the days before radio was really that prominent. So we were doing more like uh, pre-recorded stuff on uh, on vinyl, on Victrola, on wax, on, I mean on uh, uh, cylinders. Uh, you were right to say stuff. wax cylinders, and uh, so the so anyway. So what we ended up uh, doing is 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 looking back into those old old days because what you what we're gonna actually give you are two episodes because back in the old days we were uh, left to. Upwards of a half hour per show for the most part, yeah, with so,
2: advertising and whatnot.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so we actually dug way back and we got a couple. And uh, the first one we're actually going to give you is from from our early earliest days. And I say hour and Scott, I, I one of the good reasons it's good to do two here is because you actually were not even part of the show. Back in the very first one, we're we're digging up. No,
2: I I did listen to these before I came onto the show because I wanted a little uh, background of what you know the show was like. Right. how you yeah, Guys yeah, yeah. flowed, but you did have an original co-host uh, uh, prior to the true lost at home. Oh yeah, absolutely. Because we, uh, we and I say true meaning when I joined.
0: Yeah, yeah. Like the, what people are like are used to hearing now is lost at home. But I did actually originally start it with uh, my friend at the time, uh, Riggy McGee, who um, you know, God rest his soul and all that. Uh, was a great friend, uh, very a uh, little bit of a strange fella, but he uh, he was of the times, and uh, it was back in the good old days of the 1800s, actually, that when we started this, and yep. uh, the, it, had, it had a different name back then too. It was called Lost at Homestead. Yeah, it was Lost at Homestead um and uh and it was it was a good time with me and and uh, the main reason we actually changed the name to loss of home was because i didn't want to use the same name after uh, Riggy passed away and you came on the show poor, poor so.
2: McGee. like I feel bad that I took a dead man's place, but
0: well, we needed somebody and I'm glad that I found somebody who actually appreciated the show when you came on you were already familiar with it and things like that and people are going to be able to hear actually some of your early work but before we get into that we're actually going to go all the way back to uh we figured a december thirty first eighteen ninety nine episode would be a good one because it we were doing kind of a a a century roundup, me and Riggy, and uh, yeah, having the, a good the time. The stories
2: with that. were from pretty much the 1800s. Yeah, it was it good. Was, yeah. It wasn't central to 1899. I heard. No, I yeah. I mean, it, it, it it, and today. a lot
0: of them we were like, you know, around the around the time of 1899 and stuff. But it was it was them doing. I mean, you could call it a century in review, but they were really doing, you know, from essentially when they had started in the 1800s to 1899 to give people a little news roundup of the weird news that that had occurred and some of the pop culture stuff too. It wasn't all weird news back then. Uh, now, uh, in real,
2: real quick before we go into it, the only bit of housekeeping I actually want to do, yeah. uh, for this show proper is that, uh, episode 201 next week's episode will be an interview episode. Just to let you guys know, uh, it's an interview with Eli Craig. And if that name's not familiar, you're probably familiar with his work. He is the uh, writer, director, producer of uh, Tucker and Dale vs. Evil and a newer movie, his second film actually on Netflix, Little Evil, Little Adam Evil Scott. Yes. Yep. Uh, both movies are phenomenal. Uh, I, I I dare say I think I like Tucker and Dale just a hair bit more, but only because well, I've had I, I, more, I've had more years to digest it. I, I will say I will
0: say this: I I like Little Evil a lot, but I like Tucker and Dale significantly more because it's one of my f- damn straight up favorite horror. One of my favorite horror comedies, absolutely, but one of my favorite horror movies, period. So, like, yeah. I'm not going to compare other movies to Tucker and Dale. So, but, it's that, but that, there but were like Evil Dead too. But that, does, 2 and but all that, that stuff. does like show you how strong his work is. And Little Evil was great. I'm not going to like dismiss it at all. But Tucker and Dale was fucking like ground shaking in, in the style and how it was like meta movie making. You could tell there's this person. Anyway, I actually I'm really looking forward to talking to him because I, I it's going to be great to talk to the person who brought
1: that to the table
2: yep so uh look for that next week and i guess without further ado let's jump right into our first time capsule that's I guess. right uh our 1899 december 31st yep. episode i say lost. hour loosely yeah yeah of
0: uh lost at homestead so enjoy
5: Welcome back
0: to uh, Lost at Homestead. I'm um, glad you all could uh, pop this here cylinder in your cylinder players, or however they work at this time period of the 1800s in which we are. And uh, a lot of you know it is a very special day, and I, of course, as usual, been joined by my co-host, Mr. Riggy McGee. Hello, Riggy
2: Oh, hi oh, I'm uh, I'm happy to be here for... Another episode of Lost the Homestead. It's a, it's a pretty, pretty good show.
0: That's right, and this is a, a very, very special episode because it is uh, December thirty first of eighteen ninety nine as we oh, record I, it. Well,
2: happy New Year, everybody!
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, happy New Year! It's getting in there, and we're, we're here. We are getting pretty close to the year, the year nineteen hundred, and a lot of people are saying, "End of the world's coming." And uh, a lot of crazy things are going to happen. Me personally, I think everything's going to be fine, and I'm glad you all could join us on this crazy day. And uh, you know what, we're going to do is we're going to give you a little bit of a roundup of uh, some of the stories that we've covered in, in our past shows here.
2: Yeah, uh, it sounds like the proper way to put out the end of the year, because uh, what we're going to do is we're going to tell you a few things that happened, you know, not just now, but you know,
0: before now. Yeah, exactly what I just said. Uh, Per usual, Riggie, I'm glad you're here to reinforce my statements, which is the only reason I actually need a co-host to begin with, and the reason I came to you, and I really appreciate you uh, being on the show, and I guess the only thing you've ever asked in return is to be able to hawk a some of your occasional wares. I know you're a you're a man of of business and I do uh, I do respect that as well.
2: Well, I mean, uh, not everybody on uh, the, this green green earth can uh, make the money the way I do. I just I see those pennies
0: and I know you I like s- the pennies. So
2: yeah. Sometimes I I throw an ad up on the show and you yep, yep. y- y- y'all know my ads uh, they're, they're not always for me. Sometimes they're for friends, but uh you know what? Uh, it's just, uh, it's
0: uh, yeah, yeah, Let's just
2: play one of those ads. All
0: right, well, well, you know, uh, uh, this is actually, uh, we're just going to go ahead and let you go ahead and, uh, and, and play one of these ads right about yeah, now. Well,
2: uh, let's play one of them before what, we jump into the show. What, what do we, I, uh, I don't want to up the stories. Do you want
0: to set this up? Do we know what we're going to listen to, or just what, go ahead uh, and play uh, it?
2: We're going to listen to one of my ads for a starter. Um, It's like I do with horses. <music>
0: Um, Riggie McGee here?
2: Why well, I, I was just trying to talk to you people today about horse yelling. You got a horse in your house and it's just not doing what you want it to do? Well, that's easy. You just hire Riggie McGee. Well, I just come to your house for pennies a day and I, I like to yell at your horse. And my main goal is to make the horse do what you want. Hey, you don't want to eat that hay? Well, I won't eat that hay anymore when I'm done with it. Yeah, you don't want it scampering about on all four legs oh, i got a fix for that you, you just just don't want to make it whinny sounds like those murries uh, i'm not a good impressionist but you know what i'm good at i'm good at yelling at horses three pennies a day you know what i'll do I'm gonna yell at your horse until it does what you want. And, uh, it's gonna do the things you want. You want it to walk? You want, you want to talk? I me I, I can do it all. Just, uh, hire a Riggy And, uh, yeah, just, I'll fix that horse. It, it's really broken, and I, I understand when you got a broken horse. It's, it's not funny. No one likes a broken horse. But, uh, yeah, I think what I can do is I can fix it by yelling at it. And I'm gonna go, like, hey, horse! Hey, hey, wait! What, what are you doing over there, horse? You got out on your mouth. Uh, can, can I look at it? Uh, oh, get it out of your mouth! No one likes you, you fucking horse. Yeah, you, 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 this and that and more of the other. I it's just a simple of a service. Uh, essentially, what I want to do is make you happy, your horse happy, and I make those betties so that I have some buddies ready and I'll, I'll be at your house later. Thank you! I'm oh, pretty uh, uh, proud of that ad. Uh, I made it myself, and, uh, well, I hope everyone, uh, you know, comes to me and, oh, it was know, good and it just was need good. those pennies. But, uh, uh, uh
0: always uh, like those pennies. Always talking about those pennies. I like I, that.
2: I guess we got a show to juice.
0: that's right, uh, right So
2: Say, well, what do you got, Jeremiah?
0: Well, uh, well, I've got a few, a sh- uh, few little uh, tidbits of uh, of pieces of information from the last, uh, I don't know, decade or so of the 1800s, and I know we could do a larger roundup. But a lot of stuff happened. This, you know, there was, was a war. Did you realize that the um, Americans we went to war with ourselves? Are you aware of this? Did you hear this?
2: Oh, I, uh, that was the War. Yes, it was.
0: It was literally the uh, called something. The opposite of that was the Civil War, is what they called that, but I do like your. You're always giving it a go, Riggy. I like the Uh, fact that you're always giving it a go.
2: I just don't think it's fair, fair anymore to to, to call it the Civil War.
0: It's very uncivil. It it was almost like it was tongue in cheek, you know? Like,
2: Uh, I mean, not to be that guy, but he's called civilization, or being civilized, that was uncivilized.
0: Actually, you. You actually make amazing points there. Uh, come to, you usually you're you're rambling and making no sense, but that actually uh, you're actually making a very good philosophical point there. But that's that, anyway.
2: I, I made I made more better points than three cat heads on a
0: woman. And there it is. Uh...
2: You know, they usually just have the two cat heads in their yes. brassieres.
0: Yes, I, I, I understand. You're, you're, uh, of course, you uh, used to be a sailor, so you're talking sea talk, and a lot of our listeners may not understand that you're talking about the breasts of a woman.
2: Ah, oh, they're pretty little cat heads. When yeah. you pet them, they purr.
0: Yeah. Uh, they
2: go purr.
0: I think that's usually the woman saying No.
2: That's not the way it sounds to me, but you know what? Let's move the show along. So, uh, do, do we have some of them stories this week? Yes, per, uh, so, I do, so per are usual. Are we going to move into our next part, part,
0: part of the show? Yes, per, per usual, we like to uh, do a little part that uh, we call horse dropping. Horse
1: droppings? Let's do it! Horse droppings? Get your horse droppings here!
4: Horse droppings! Ooh.
0: Alright, there's uh, a little little uh, horse droppings uh, intro for well, you. Did, did
4: you.
2: Did you carve into the wax cylinder with your little whittled wooden knife? A, a, a little sound effect?
0: You have no idea how... Did you how put in a
2: little plop plop?
0: You have no idea uh, how this technology works, and uh,
2: uh, uh, for that reason I don't you let you touch you the wax cylinder, you took out a piece of wood, Maybe a piece of oak about four by nine, and you whittle it into a little knife.
0: Wait, so I whittled, the, I whittled the oak into a knife first with a knife? Why didn't I just use the knife that I was using for the whittling?
2: I, I don't know what you do or why you do it, but I like what you do, Jeremiah.
0: Well, uh, well, well, the first thing we're going to do is get into our first little weird story, and once again, you know, we, we said there's a lot of stuff that's been going on, uh, wars and whatnot, so we're going to try to bring you the lighter side of the news and the weirder stuff that may have fallen through the cracks of your homestead, hence the Lost at Homestead uh, title that we have here, and uh, the first one is about a, uh, a wild man in Oregon. Have you heard about this? Did uh, you see this? W- was it me? Oh, I did a little work out in Oregon last summer.
2: Actually, you know, uh, I, 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 I don't
0: believe I asked if this was you back when we... Originally, we actually skipped this story back in 1894 when it was first uh, uh, announced.
2: I, I, I was doing some side work out in Oregon. Oregon, where are you now? I know. was doing work for pennies. They, they, wanted, to in dig, the woods? they wanted to dig a canal. A boat passage through Oregon all the way to Washington oh, D.C. I heard about the
0: Oregon Canal. They were trying that, yeah.
2: Uh, what they what they figured out was if you dug it all the way from the, the ocean to the other edge of Oregon, there's another state there. Uh, they, they didn't want think, it. They uh, were like, no, we're, we're not hosting a canal.
0: Well, it would be a canal literally across the entire United States. Well, they, they only trying trying planned
2: that. it out for Oregon.
0: Okay, so there's just a... <laughs> they made a large river, or they apparently they, they just extended the ocean.
2: Well, they didn't make it; they, they wanted to. But what the problem was, is that the other state was like, no. So there was never the uh, the, the transatlantic Pacific Canal, as they called it.
0: Uh, I do recall hearing about that. Actually. Yeah, it
2: just stops at the edge of Oregon. Yep, not really going anywhere. Yep, pretty shitty if you're a boat.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, well, they, they, they actually originally had some signs up, but then nobody was taking it, so they took those signs down saying, uh, this tape leads you to nowhere.
2: I ever take a horse and carriage down a street that ends? That's a nightmare!
0: Yeah, well, there's just a... Horses
2: go forward!
0: Yeah, there's usually just a pile of horse bones at the oh, end of yeah, the street. Oh, yeah, you just you know, hitch up and they die! They die, they don't know... they yeah, I, uh, The thing that a lot of our listeners may not know is horses cannot turn around. You have to go in a straight line at all times.
2: Horses literally can't
0: walk backwards. They cannot. Speaking of horses,
2: uh, I think it's time for another ad.
0: An- another horse ad, to oh, of I, all things. I
2: think this is an ad by, uh, yeah, this is another by me. Oh, uh, well, uh, I'm very proud of it. And, uh, two, I think we should just roll it.
0: Two ads before the first story. I like it.
2: Hey right there. Watch well, your old boy, Mickey, again. Well, about again. I'm back again to tell you I got, I got another thing for you. See, Reggie McGee doesn't live on nothing. I, I, I need those pennies. Well, today I'm here to talk to you about horseshoes. You got a horse and he just got some shoes? Well, well, what if you're going out for one of them fancy potluck dinners at the church? Well, you're going to need better shoes than the ones that are on your horse. Say you need you some pennies. I you, you Reggie McGee. I, what, what am I going to do with those pennies? Well, I'm going to put some fancy shoes on that horse. Have you ever seen a horse on six-inch heels? Well, Reggie McGee will rig that up for you. I'll put six-inch heels on that horse, and you'll be the belle of the ball. Yeah, you're going to the beach? You're worried about your horse getting stuck in the sand? Yeah, well, well, it's really expensive to ask people to pull a horse out of the sand. It's more than pennies, I'll tell you. I've do it a couple times well, I can give you special sand shoes that don't let your horse sink in the sand. They're like, like snowshoes shoes, but they're for the sand. I call them sand shoes. Well, it makes a lot of sense to me. that keeps your horse from sinking in the sand. Uh, except for quicksand. Uh, you just let your horse, keep him away from that quicksand. That's probably the best for him. But uh, yeah, maybe this uh, call up bringing the against horseshoers, Inc. Uh, I think that's the guy. Uh, yeah, that's an name of my company. Where I can pull horseshoes on any horse you got. Just give uh, those pennies for me. I w- work for those pennies, and definitely, definitely need those pennies.
0: Well, so there we are. Uh, the The second out of the show before the show is uh, really even started yet. So. How about we get into that story about the wild man from Oregon? And uh, I think we've already determined that it was not you, in oh, fact.
2: Oh yeah, that's a hundred percent correct. Uh, I, uh, it was definitely not me.
0: So let me let me tell you a little story about uh, what did happen. Is uh, apparently there was a man uh, walking by the woods, and um, uh, he heard some. Some uh, people were hearing some howling and some some, uh, some wailing that were blended with the coyote uh, howls of what, the night. What
2: was it? What, what was it one of them wolf wails?
0: No, I literally started it by saying there was a wild man in Oregon, so I figured you would just draw the conclusion that's what I was talking I, about. I
2: heard it was a... But you I, you I heard, really? I heard, heard wailing?
0: Really, I, I heard
2: howls. Wolf. I thought it was one of them wolf coyotes.
0: First of all, I, I, okay, wolf wolf coyote... You
2: know, one of the whale wolf coyotes. Yeah, okay. it's a wolfy old. Well, for you,
0: you whale. made that you you made that cryptozoid up, I believe, just now, and um, so it clearly was not that thing you just made up in your head. Now, uh, it was actually instead they found a, a man who ran out with nothing but uh, some rags around his loins. Can you believe that? Huh?
2: Oh, oh, and, I, um, I can. That's literally what I'm wearing in the studio right now.
0: Covered in hair. Ah. Uh, as am I. You may have actually been this the, this wailing wolf man.
2: Oh no, I don't want to take credit for someone else's story. It's a Happy New Year here in the studio, and I it was is. not yeah, yeah. the Oregon Wolf Man.
0: Yep. Well, okay, you've coined a new term for it. I'm glad we have that to sell. So, if anybody, uh, I know this was an 1894 story. It was about five years ago this happened. But uh, anybody out there who who would prefer to coin it instead retroactively as. Uh, mm-hmm. The Oregon Wolfman, it is up for grabs, because I sure as hell don't want it. Um, moving on, how's that, to another story? Oh,
2: sounds good, What
0: are you trying to say, boy? Oh,
2: what, wolf. Do you have, what do you have wolf.
0: next? Wolf. We, oh, okay. Um, we were moving all the way, uh, about halfway across the country to Indiana. You know this place?
2: Oh, yeah, that's where they were the little, little dots between their eyes.
0: We're gonna move to Indiana, U.S. Uh, I hear
2: their food is spicy,
5: but
0: I. Uh, I clearly was uh, ignoring what you said because you were incredibly wrong in in in, in describing oh, that. Oh, uh,
2: we're talking about the United R- States here. Ricky McGee wants to formally apologize for his insensitive statements.
0: Well, you're only doing it uh, in the third person. I okay. just
2: I just realized what you were saying. You're talking about the state where we put all them uh, the feather people in, right?
0: Yes, yes. We, we put all the uh, the engines, the dirty, dirty uh the dirty, dirty engines in that state. Yes, we did. And uh, but in Indiana, did you also know they have sea serpents? Uh, I did not. What are you, What are you talking about? And that's the thing is this this story may have actually uh, uh passed by a lot of people listening because this happened just July of this year actually, where uh, people along the Wabash River. The Wabash River? That's a
2: funny word. It
0: is, isn't it? Wabash. Uh, uh, like... Wabash. Uh, it sounds like, like a sound effect.
2: I want to start a, a, another wax cylinder, maybe by myself, and I'll be like, Tales from Lake Wabash.
0: All right, so... Along this area, they, they have actually discovered uh, what they call a sea serpent, which is funny, because there's actually, despite all your canal work, there's actually no sea attaching to Indiana itself. So, But it was a lake monster and a river monster that uh, somebody, apparently, uh, a group of fishermen, hauled into their boat, hauled ashore, this crazy-looking sea serpent that uh, nobody could identify. And, uh, well, they luckily, after a fight, were able to get it on their boat and... Uh, they're gonna to try to preserve it, and it might end up in a in a uh, a museum somewhere someday.
2: You know, I'm not entirely sure about that story. It almost kind of sounds like a, some of them maybe made it up. You know what?
0: I was thinking I, that I, myself. Actually, I
2: almost want to blame the moonshine on this one.
0: I I, I was actually thinking the same thing, I'm and thinking,
2: uh, maybe uh, I have a friend. Uh, he, he, he put in an ad for the show and he, uh, he wanted me to play it, so uh, maybe we could get people off the moonshine and uh, get them on to, well... You just listen to this ad.
0: Okay, let's do that. Well, hey, it's all. It's
2: Rudy McGee again, and, well, I've been collecting all the pennies you sent me, and, uh, and, also, I still don't have enough, so I'm back here with one last offer for you. And, uh, I want to sound desperate, but you, you, you need this. You should really get it, and it's gonna change the way you live. Well, it's easy. you ever, got ever get it home? Oh, I bet you do. Well, it's hard not to have a cat when you have a Bond, and you got mice, and you got a wife, Uh, It catches and is part of the equation. So, what I got for you today is Pussy Down. Pussy Down's a new powder. What does powder do? Well, it keeps the pussy down. We're not really sure how it works or what it's made from, but if your cat's running around the house, uh, it just won't stop you, just just sprinkle a little bit of powder on it. Well, pussy, i am down. Hey, you don't even really have to worry about the cat much after that. He just, he just lays there. Uh, yeah, no, 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 uh, no promises it'll ever get back up again either. Just a, uh, you know, it's a thing it does. We, we don't know what it's made from, where it comes from, but for pennies a day, oh, we'll give me pussy down, and well, cats running around the house, what? what? More, I think that's a good thing. I think that's what we all want. And, you know, don't forget the pennies. Oh, Ruggie McGee doesn't live without pennies. Just, uh, send your pennies to Ruggie McGee to get that pussy down. Oh, yeah, uh, that buddy of mine here, he sure does have a good voice for the wax cylinder, doesn't he?
0: Absolutely does. Yeah, I, I agree wholeheartedly, Riggy that's, uh, that's some good stuff uh, you and your friend, uh, whoever it was, was trying to hawk there. Um, sign me up for pennies a day, if you will. You love those pennies, don't you?
2: Oh, well, I, get, I need them to live. I mean, it's, it's literally what I use to make money.
0: Money? You use money to make money, yes. You
2: got it. You got a good grasp of the system of monetary exchange there, Jeremiah.
0: Oh, absolutely, and I know that we need, uh, we need the ads and the, uh, and the sponsor revenue to, uh, to, to, to keep the lights on or the candles lit, if you will, at the studio. Uh, oh, well, actually, speaking of, speaking of keeping the candles light, uh, I, I, I actually
2: have another I'd like to play real quick. Let's uh, let it roll. Well, I'm well, back again. It's ringing again. Whilst well, so I still need the pennies, so I got another thing for you people. I'll uh, show you what your ladies have uh, fallen prey to there. The Spanish fly. Well, Reggie Mcgee's got a fix for that. Well, what I got here is something called French Fly. And what what you do is you take it, and it makes the Spanish Fly. You know, does not work. So like, the next time you have to do you're, on, you're hanging out with a new guy, and he buys you a buy bottle of wine, and you wonder if there's some Spanish Fly in it. I just, just order for me a side of French Fly, and uh, you put it in, and, and uh, well, you know, nothing happens. That, that's kind of the point. You, you know, it's working when you don't wake up in a niche the next day, and you, you can't remember the night before, and you, you feel like you've been smuggling corn cobs across the border in your rectum. Nobody wants ever have to feel like that. So just, uh, you know, just think of me, we're going to I can slam you out of a date, baby. You French fly. I mean, it's just this is what works, cause it uh, you can tell it's working when nothing happens. and, and your victim's fine and you don't feel like you smuggled corn and, and you remember things and oh, who knows. Maybe it'll be a good day. Riggy McGay, pennies for me.
5: Well,
0: yet another one, um glad uh, glad you were able to get we are up to... How many How many has the to... to uh, Rick, four?
2: Riggie McGee definitely doesn't count the ads.
0: I think we're up to four and...
2: Yeah. Why,
0: what are you trying to say, boy? What are you trying to say? He
2: counts the pennies.
0: He counts the pennies, yes. I, I
2: need those pennies to live. you know? McGee don't, don't live cheap. I got a big life. Ricky,
0: we got a couple more stories. Uh, well,
2: and well, stop stalling, Jeremiah. Let's go. Absolutely. Let's do, Let's do these.
0: I want to ask you, well, what's your favorite part of the holiday? Oh, sex. Uh, I guess I didn't clarify which holiday it was. The Christmas. <gasps> what's your favorite part of Christmas? Sex. Okay, well, you like to sex. Well, also like the moonshine
2: I get from the sex.
0: Okay, you, you trade uh, sex for moonshine and, oh, and vice versa. Oh, okay. everyone a piece
2: of the rig.
0: I've, I've actually seen that sign outside your house, uh, or hut. <laughs> what do what you live in it? It's more of a ditch, I guess.
2: It's, it's a bit of a hot ditch.
0: Yeah, yeah, I it's call a,
2: I call my Hitchens
0: Ditch. Your stitch is uh is a very it, it, It's why I don't mean I, I do I don't, my, to, it, I don't, it, I don't want to live, It's where
2: I live, it's where I sew.
0: I don't want to insult you. It's uh, where uh, I sell
2: my dick.
0: Yep, I and well, my favorite part of the holiday, uh, Christmas holiday, of course, is uh, Santa Claus, of course, because we everybody loves Santa Claus. All the kids out there listening love Santa Claus. Fuck
2: that Santa Claus! He's a bully trap.
0: The bully trap.
2: He's a bully trap. He's a brave man with an effeminate appearance, and you know what he does? What? What?
0: What does he do? What does he do here? He
2: bullies. (laughs)
0: Is a bully trap of bullies. I see. Uh, um, so the, the a bully trap of bullies uh, is 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 what you consider uh, Santa Claus, and but I actually consider him a very friendly, jolly man who will uh, give children presents during the holidays and maybe the occasional little smooch on the cheek. Is that well, correct?
2: Oh, well, sounds like that Santa Claus is a cult's tooth. He's just he's one of them old people likes all them young things like boys.
1: Yeah, well, uh, I think yeah, you're, yeah, those you're old also. People
2: like boys. You're also
0: talking about a child molester, I believe.
2: Oh, I, I, I don't know. There's a whole lot of difference between oh, Santa Claus and a child molester. Well, you shit on his lap, and uh, I mean, he he was allowed to kiss you for a while, but they, they, well, sh- they that, stopped
0: that. Uh, that Yeah, that's what I, we're, we're talking about now, Riggy. It's
2: like uh, a child molester. An old man in a park is like, hey, little Jimmy. Oh, you should just you should get on top of my, my rod and I'm gonna kiss your cheek.
0: I don't know where what uh, Santa's you visit for the most part, but that's uh well, not those, not my those, experience whatsoever.
2: The Santa in the middle of Times Square. He just sits there all afternoon in his boxes and little all the little boys sit on his but little you, pole. Does,
0: does he have a beard and a No, and
2: he's just he has a two damn I
0: Think you're just talking about a guy that uh is sitting there.
2: What? Uh, and, in, uh, and, and wants
0: to molest children. I it's I very say, different than a Santa Claus. I
2: didn't say he was a dude. I mean, he had a cowboy hat, like a dude ranch Oh Yeah, cowboy. like a dude ranch.
0: I, I assume that's what you meant. I don't so know what else like it would have meant. he's like
2: cowboy Santa, but he's a, bit of a, he's a bit of a cold tooth. Yeah, yeah he, likes to put a, he likes to put a finger in a boy.
0: Yeah, well, you know, I don't think that we're thinking of the same Santa. But regardless, the kissing... Like, it sounds like reverse Santa. It, like it's making his wishes come true. Yeah, that, that's that's very true, and uh, you're coming up his chimney.
2: <laughs> oh, you, Jeremiah,
0: you got. I can, crack I can quit. I can like put, a... uh, I can put one down every once in a while, and uh, oh, you're gonna, you're gonna bring up another, another one, are you? Uh, let me, uh, but, but anyway, so back in 1893, I don't know if a lot of you remember this. Uh, there, there was a period uh, where Santa was not allowed to kiss the children anymore, not for uh, mol- molestation reasons, which you know, because apparently they didn't care about that, but uh, they were afraid of it spreading diphtheria and diphtheria of of course, being a very serious disease, most likely in the 1800s, that uh, uh, cursed a lot of people around this time we are speaking now.
2: Well, that's uh, well, so pretty accurate. Uh, even if they're giving out diphtheria, I, I mean, they're not fit to feed a blind monkey. They should probably just fuck off. Sorry for the language, I, I, I know you're over there whittling that wooden knife with that bigger metal
0: knife, but when
2: you're done with right, it, yes, you yes. should probably scrape that off the wax cylinder.
0: Well, well you know, uh, actually speaking, of, and I, I, I don't mean to set up your own thing here, but speaking of whittling, uh, you actually have a uh, another, I've got it written here, you have another ad that you're going to be uh, referring to, something that you, you were willing to whittle? Something I, to I have no idea what you're talking about. Let's move on to the next story. There's no more ads. Well, there's, I believe, uh, this uh, the, the the you something right here about bones. Oh, uh, you're correct? insane. Let's move on to the next story. Well, I'm gonna roll this ad now hey
2: there that's your old pal ricky mckay uh, i got a got a little thing i'd like to offer as a service for pennies a day oh, well i'll walk around your property and uh, i'll find all the bones oh you got cattle bones all dead kid bones kids died you know from the, the plague or neglect or overworking them i don't really don't really matter how, how they died I'm not, I'm not a private investigator but, uh, what I'll, what I'll do is I'll come to your farm, and, uh, for pennies a day, I'll go across your property, and I'll find all those bones. And, all uh, you're probably thinking right now, like, I oh, just gonna get rid of those bones, right? It's gonna, gonna throw them in the throw in a hole somewhere and we'll never see him again. And Oh, thank you, Wiggy McGay. Well, no, no, no. For those pennies a day, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take all your children's bones and I find and I'm gonna, I'm gonna craft some of the finest sex toys for you and your husband. You, you never know. Maybe, maybe you wanna do a little Little ass to ass with little Timmy's femur. Well, or, or you can't until rigging McGee rubs down the ends, smooths it out, shapes it right, and then you get yourself a double-ended Timmy dill. Well, well, I guess for pennies a day, that sounds like it's worth it for everyone in the family. So just talk to Riggie McGee, and I'll, or I'll take care of those bones. Uh, you know what I mean?
0: Uh, maybe now you re- recall what I was talking about there with your uh, pleasant little ad about bones there and uh we do still have one story left in the show and this one actually is less of a story but more of a statistic just giving people an understanding uh hey uh, riggy have, have you got around to getting one of these nice new monkey pelts that they've been uh, getting out uh, there i've been i've been looking
2: at a few They're in expensive. the store windows Although they hang there on the models so
0: nicely, but those I are just, No, you're lo- you're, those are dead monkeys, you're looking at. The, the, those no. aren't models. Those are monkeys wearing their own skin that are dead at that point. Uh, uh, those no. are to eat. Those uh, are those are eating monkeys. Those and, aren't wearing monkeys. And, and
2: for pennies a day, if you just send those to me, I'll, I'll, buy, I'll, I'll buy myself my own monkey skin. I I'll promise I'll wear it in public and I'll make all your kids happy. Well,
0: I, I do. I just wanted to let you know that the, uh, the price of monkey skins may be coming down because uh, there have actually that's, been a, a record. Time. A record number of monkey pelts have been uh, exported from the Gold Coast in Africa, 175,000 in uh, 1896 oh, alone.
2: What a gully fluff! Oh, I can't believe that amount of waste is happening!
0: Yeah. Well, it's, it's not waste. Uh, I'm hoping it'll come over here and all of a sudden uh, the, the, the supply will go up and the demand will be the same but uh, the you know the prices will go down and we, you and I can afford some, some very nice monkey pelts to uh, shower our ladies with.
2: Well, I hope at some point there's a hog for these monkeys because if there's not a hog for these monkeys, yeah. their populations will never go back up to a point where we can mass genocide them and sell pots of them to people like monkey paws.
0: You want yeah, a monkey paw? You are correct. Got, we, we... I, uh,
2: for pennies a day, I can sell you a monkey
0: paw. You can wish Wait, how do you how do you have monkey paws?
2: I you know i telling you, but, you know, we, we, need, we need a hog of a Gundy on these monkeys. And otherwise, oh, Ricky McGee's never going to get a monkey paw business.
0: Okay, well, I, I thought you already had a, you were selling, what, you have one monkey paw you're selling?
2: Oh, what, I have more than one. I mean, well, if it
0: works so well, why don't you actually just wish on the monkey paw for more monkey paws. Oh, how do
2: you think I did this business? I
0: started with
2: one monkey paw, and they're like, you get three wishes. And you and you wish for three more be- monkey paws. Very few people know you can't wish on a monkey thumb, but you can't wish on the monkey fingers.
0: Yeah, I, 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 I have, i I, love I love heard that, love i heard people? that. No,
2: no, no, monkeys only have three fingers.
0: And a thumb, but you can't wish on them. I I have heard that saying. It goes, uh, you can't wish on a monkey thumb. If you do, you are such a bum. Wish on those monkey fingers, and you might get what you remember. Uh, They were very poor jingle writers. Those
2: those shingles were really good. I remember another one. It's like, wish on a monkey finger. That wish, it will linger. It's going to be bad. You're going to be sad, but don't worry, because you shall have a monkey paw. Whoa, paw.
0: I remember that one. That was a good one growing up. Uh, that was a jingle we used to sing around It house. was a cereal commercial. It was weird. It was, well, for monkey paw cereal. And it was, I uh, mean,
2: you got a monkey paw in every cereal, it was. but yeah, then it you was. got all these little hepped up on sugar little five-year-olds yeah. running around no... the yard, and they're wishing and they're wishing, and suddenly there's no parents anywhere, and the sky's red, and water's chocolate milk, and yeah. fuck. The whole world went bad. Ah oh, shite oh
0: damn yeah. it. Cra- cra- crazy stuff did what? happen when Hurry, those kids Jeremiah. got a hold of those microphones. Finish
2: whittling that knife with that other knife and scratch those swaths out of that wax cylinder.
0: Alright, well yeah. Well uh you know what? well the good thing about the uh, the the cylinders is you know we don't have to watch ourselves, you know. But but uh, uh, that actually does it for uh our show for the most part, but we do, uh, we didn't get to all of the stories we really wanted to, so what we do have is, uh, another, uh, uh helper, uh, friend of ours doing a quick little rattle off of some of the show, some of the, some of the uh, news stories we may have missed. And it's actually the Lost at Boner News of the Week, and, uh, we're just gonna go ahead and let him get right on into this and let you know what you missed.
1: This week, the Boxing Mill caught fire, killing 14. While ample time was left for escape, those inside were too afraid of losing pay by fleeing and crisped under the tinder of their fellow go-workers. Ooh, that's a boner. There are no jobs and the economy is in ruins. That's a boner. Yodeling sensation O-Ring Spokane was kicked in the head by a mule, suffering immediate, irreparable damage to his brain and robbing the yodel prodigy of his abilities. Yodely boner. I lost two of my sons in a stampede last night. That's a double b-b-b-boner. Alexander Graham Bell got intoxicated and was caught using his newfangled talking machine, the telephone, in crude manners unfit for such a man of scientific grandeur. What the boner? He reportedly called up the only other two people with a telephone and played awful tricks on them. Scientific b-boner? We have a recording of the phone calls as they unfolded.
5: Hello? Hello, Jerky! Is your, uh, ice box running? <laughs> what on earth could that even mean in the 1800s? Who is there? Well, you better catch that ice box. They ain't supposed to be running! Well, that's what I'm... <laughs> Graham Bell, you goddamn genius! You've done it again! <laughs> one, one more!
4: Hello? This is Place of the Bottom speaking.
5: Your wife is dead, Jerky! Hey
4: <laughs> hey Of this I am aware uh, who is this?
5: This is your wife, uh, Ingrid.
4: Ingrid? You've uh from the d- d- dead?
5: Yeah, and I ain't too happy about it neither. i uh I'm coming to get you, Percival!
4: Oh, for boy, dead body! I'll kill myself right here Hold on now. I've loaded up the musket. Hold on now. Then you'll be sorry. Any, any second now. Uh-huh. Ah, there! Try the haunted dead man, Ingrid! I'm coming for ya! Ah! Yo! I thought for sure that would kill me! How are guns so weak in the 1800s?
1: Oh, how
4: did we fight a war with these? Hold on a second. Oh, shit! Oh, I'm in a lot of pain, but not even close to death. Not
5: even close. Just kidding. It's me, Alexander, and you've just been Grim billed Boom! Oh,
4: classic Alex. Uh, good show. And now be a good man and phone the doctor, would you? I'm losing blood fast.
5: No time. Busy inventing. <laughs>
2: It uh, sounded pretty, pretty good and interesting. It almost, almost sounded better than lot, all this of, show.
0: A lot, lot of, lot of stuff there that uh, that we actually were not able to get to in this show. But, uh, but you know, that's why one of the reasons we like to have that. You can rattle off the different stories, and everybody gets. Uh, you get a lot of news packed up into, you know, half hour, 45 minutes here. So, uh, but we are ready to go out and I think, uh, pretty much finish off the show. Unless well, you have anything actually, to... actually,
2: I think, I think we'll have one... You do, of course, one, course you do. We'll have, we have one more commercial. Of course, of course you do, yes. It's yeah, a yeah. thing I, uh, put together because, you know, sometimes we have trouble at home. So, uh, just check out this last ad.
0: All right, well, uh, we'll, we'll go ahead and, uh, roll this last ad and I want to let everybody out there know, uh, continue to get lost at Homestead. And, uh...
2: Hey, hey, you, you better get lost. Oh, hey, there. It's your old friend, Ringy McGee. Well, back with another service announcement. That, uh, no, I just need more pennies. You see, uh, I've had hard times, tonight, uh, and I it works, so... Uh, well, I got a new product for you tonight. You know how you, you know, all your neighbors, they make that moon shine, and, yeah, you, know, you know what a bad moonshine is? Uh, it makes the neighbor boy go blind, and... Makes the neighbor uncle, you know, rape that blind boy because he's so drunk. Well, no one wants that. Well, what I have for you here today is my newest invention, sunshine. It's pretty much the opposite of moonshine. It's a, it's a big old bottle of liquid and it won't make you drunk. But it, uh, it tastes good and we'll, it's legal. I don't really have any other benefits to it except uh, while well, the neighbor boys. Uh, they won't be blind. And, my uncle probably won't wait for me either. I think outside of that, it's just a good product. It's sunshine. Uh, if you, you want to be a loser and you want to waste all your nickels on moonshine, well, I'll save your pennies and come on down to Ricky McGee Sunshine Emporium. I oh, got the best sunshine around. You think you, you want something for your belly, and you're like, oh, I want my boy to go blind. Uh, Just drink some of this sunshine. It's what's good for you. All right. Well, that was a fun look at our. Well, I say our, but it's it's okay to
0: still say that. I mean, we have ownership of the whole thing. But yeah, it was was good to hear Riggy. I haven't uh, thought of that guy actually in a long time. Yeah, I, uh, I
2: came on board when it became lost at home. Yeah. Uh, before that, I was lost at homestead, and yep. I figured the easiest way to kind of do this episode 200 would be to maybe give people a taste of my first episode. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, b- you... bear bear with us, no pun intended. Yeah, uh, it was rough. Um, I had never podcasted before. Uh, I made a lot of mistakes. Yep. Uh, let alone,
0: I mean, I mean, let alone what a radio show or whatever the fuck it was. Yeah, any yeah. of that stuff back in the days. Uh, le- I mean, we. But the, the the good thing about this back in the day is you didn't really have to deal with the cylinder recording crap that uh, that Riggie and I did. You actually came on right around the time we started recording uh, for a real legit radio station, pretty much for the first time, yeah, this
2: was uh this was coming out of uh, Pittsburgh's KDKA, yeah. one of the first major radio stations in the United States. We were very lucky for them to bring us on board as a uh, talk news show. And the
0: thing is, uh, if you recall, they actually brought on Lost at Homestead. They were really uh, happy. They were fans of our cylinder recordings and everything, and I didn't actually tell them until after this first episode aired that Riggy had died and that we were changing the name. So they the, the producers actually listened to it and they were rip shit and they came and kicked down the door of the studio and they were so angry that uh, like they're like we didn't pay for this, we were paying for that. But then after they heard that like the first episode and the dynamic that you and I had, they knew it was a hit and they and they stayed with it. So I hope you all uh, will enjoy Scott's very first episode. Uh, And actually, technically, the first episode of Lost at Home podcast, or actually was a radio show at that time, Um, Lost at Home radio show back in 1927. Enjoy. Well, I want to welcome everybody here to the very first episode of Lost at Home radio show here on KDKA, and... um, it is an equally sad and uh, enlightening day here at the uh, at our new radio show. First of all, this is our first episode of Lost at Home. And you might wonder why the name change. And I have to give some bad news to our listeners at home. Um, you all know that uh, Riggy McGee had been suffering from a number of afflictions. There was the uh, shark punch challenge that he lost desperately to the shark back in the 1910. And uh, he lost three out of four limbs on that one, but was still able to troop on with us then, and then of course, there was the, uh, the all-tobacco diet that he was on for quite a long time, where, uh, turned out, uh, he was, the show was sponsored by Lucky Strike for a long time, and he, uh, he took that to heart and decided to only, uh, smoke tobacco for a long time, and, but he made it through that, but unfortunately, his recent all-meat diet took, uh, took his life, uh, with a case of super gout. It's, uh, it's like gout, but it's, uh, it's much more, much more super, but... I want to say, R.I.P. Reggie Mcgee, but I want to welcome our new co-host and a good friend of mine and a good uh, friend of the show's for quite a while. And you've actually heard him, you know, occasionally he'd pop in on the old cylinder recordings as a guest. I want to uh, introduce Mr. Scott Bear as my new co-host to Lost at Home. Thank you, Scott, for being for doing this so we could actually get our uh, get our show right back on the road.
2: Hey, yeah, I'm uh, I'm uh, very happy to be here this week. Uh, it is my first time on the radio. I'm a little nervous. Yeah, yeah, no, that, um, it, that's that's
0: fine. It'll pass. But stop. It'd be great if you could I'm, uh, I'm, I'm stop, nervous. stop being such a pussy. It'd be great.
2: Well, I'm I, I'm I'm very very young. I'm just out of college. Balls uh, up! Come on, balls up! I just went to Harvard for four years. Yep, yep. And um, I mean, this is the bee's knees being on the show. I'm very 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 excited. It is bee's knees.
0: Bee's knees. see?
2: I mean, this is like the the the, the, the tadpoles tittles. It's like the sardine's whiskers. It you know, wasn't
0: all you young. I can tell you're young. You're. That's the thing. I was so happy about bringing you on. And nothing against Riggy, but that guy was an old man. You know, he was. He and I was like, let's get something fresh. Let's get somebody new and ready for the show. And I here mean, you the, are. This
2: show is like it, it's completely Jake, and I'm just ready to do this. It's, no it's, it's,
0: idea what you're saying. It's,
2: it's And I love it's, that. It's, I love that about you. It's it's hotzy totsy, and I just want I just want to start talking and making people happy. I can
0: already feel like your energy infecting me. Uh, it also those could be the cocaine uh, tooth lozenges that I've been sucking on all day. But I love your youth is invigorating, and I I, I appreciate that about you. So thank you for being on the on the show here.
2: Uh, and, and thank you. I, mean, I appreciate the noodle juice you put out on the table for me. More cocaine! I, I is this going to affect the noodle juice? Because yeah, I well. just drank all mine. I just I was curious if, any, if I was curious if anyone was going to bring me another noodle juice. Oh, you can get more. More juice!
0: All right, we got more noodle juice coming on the way here. Anything you want, uh, Anything you want, Scott. We're we're good people here, and we want to make sure you are comfortable for your your first show.
2: Listen, you slay me, and uh, quite quite frankly, I, I, this is this is the best.
0: Yeah, yeah I, I oh, I, the best. I actually understand that one. That's good. All the other ones are uh, gibberish to me because you're young and you're a whippersnapper you're using a. Yeah, all these bees knees and such. You're you're using all the slang, the modern slang of the days, anyway. But uh, you're you're familiar with the. And uh, the you are
2: an egg. I have to say, can, can I just interrupt you real quick? I just I, I just need to say you, you're a total egg. And I don't know.
0: I, what, I don't know what that means. Is that a good thing or a bad thing?
2: I, hey, as long as the clams are coming my way, I don't care. Also, I don't really know. Is it a good care. thing or a
0: good thing or a bad? Thing? All good. All good. All good. All good. Wait, is all good a good thing or a bad thing?
2: It, it's literally all good. No, no, I'm, I'm Scott. Thank you for listening to Lost to Gnome, uh, Radio Hour. Uh, it's not an hour. I'm, I'm new. I'm sorry. I'm going to make a lot of mistakes. No, that's, that's fine. It, it, it's fine, actually.
0: Uh, we, we probably will uh, uh, have a lawsuit pending now because people are going to expect an hour, but you know what? I'll, that'll come out of your pay. <laughs>
2: just, hey, that, you know what? Just, kidding, I just, just blame, blame the nearest new dropper. Just just sink him. It doesn't matter. He doesn't need the clams. We're, we're right, going to be fine without that look, look dropper. Listen to this
0: kid. He's all young and saying We're, we're going to take that so. new
2: dropper out back later. And we're, we're just going to you know bend him over in the alley against, it's crazy. Uh, against a trash can. Now,
0: I can almost make a list of slang terms based on the stuff that you're saying right now because you're you're and i almost should so like a little dictionary of sort that i can read from so i know what you're talking about Oh, uh, your forward. brain your brain is as big as your gams i'm loving
3: this this nah, this is too. really good this is really good so I, feel,
2: I feel happy and i i think this is gonna be a good fit for both of us because i i think over the years we're gonna make a good rapport and we're, i think so too we're, yeah.
0: we're gonna be the bee's knees together I, I, I think so too yeah and uh and so you, so you what, and i we're like tiger spots 1927 we're huh? like tiger spots so what 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 do you like so much about twenty seven
2: so far? you've It's you see, the you, bullfrog's beard. Let me tell you. I don't think I've seen it's the. the I don't, it's the flutes toot. I you you seem younger with your words in your face.
0: <laughs> yes, well, well, I have a lot of wrinkles in my face, and not a lot of wrinkles in my words. I'm a very uh, poetic I, man. Can
2: I ask you a quick question before we really? get Absolutely, going into the please, show? please do. Am, am I am I actually sitting in a dead man's chair? Like did. a dead guy he
0: literally died in that chair yes yes. literally there might be pieces of his gout still uh flaking hey hey,
2: listen listen i I asked you a question and
0: i i love that you answered but please
2: don't be a fire extinguisher on this one okay let's just keep the show rolling because i feel like i'm bringing some energy okay and i i want i want my energy i want that energy
0: to flow right into what we're gonna do is
2: and
5: you're I, uh, i
0: want my energy to be like the pig's wings to to your cuckoo's chin all right. Well, uh, all of this crazy uh, slang flying at me uh, like, Willy, you know, I'm trying to catch it in the air and I don't even know what to do with it. So uh, you're familiar with the format of the show, though.
2: I, I am. We, uh, we, we sit in front of these, uh, these microphones and uh, we record. Good microphones. Apparently, nice microphones.
0: Uh, people are listening uh, across all of Pittsburgh right now. Absolutely, yeah. We've got a, we've got everybody in, uh, in, in uh, just about the whole state just listening to our, uh, our, our fancy show here.
2: Hey, uh, people of Pittsburgh. Um, my, is, my name is Scott, and this is my first show. Hi,
0: um, uh, Beth. Um, I don't love you anymore, and I never did. Oh, he's getting a little too big for his britches now. He's, uh, he's thinking he doesn't need his woman anymore, and boy, howdy, are you gonna have a? Where are you gonna sleep tonight? You know, <laughs> uh,
2: well, you know, when, when ah. I look at a girl oh. and I want her to be my girlfriend, I'm like, you better be the ducks nuts, or you
0: are out. All right, cool it with the slang, here, kid. Uh, you're you're starting to confuse me, and also. It's starting to sound a little forced. If you are not the caterpillar's kimono,
2: I want nothing to do with you. This, this, literally, my catchphrase. Most of these are made
0: up. They have to be. <laughs> Can I, use my I think you're just like choosing alliteration and choosing two things. And let me let me try one. Uh, how about the. Uh, uh... The old... The old frog's flapper. I, ah, she's the old frog's flapper. You're... you You're literally sounding younger by the minute, but can I... Can I just test out my catchphrase? I, I would love that, actually. I, I don't think we haven't had here in a while. Ricky McGee used to have... It's his catchphrase. And... Uh, but... We have to replace that with something, so go ahead. Give it a shot. Are you the
2: caterpillar's kimono? No, you're not? Then no, no, no.
0: I like that one. It's good. It's sassy. It's I'm sassy. working on
2: it. I think. I think it's good. Over. it got a lot of sass. it well. got a lot of
0: that 1927 sass. It's something I might see in the jazz singer. Have you seen that yet? Uh, no. I, movie. I, Talkies. Like, Talkies. Talkies. a wave of the future. People I, are saying they're just a fad. Talkies. Is a wave of the future. Al Jolson. Your Al Jolson. face
2: says you're old, but y- your words. You need to stop saying that. They, it's starting
0: to hurt me. They actually. It's starting to cut deep. Actually. They
2: actually make me think that you're on the same page as me, and I think I'm going to enjoy my
0: my I, run I think, here in, in Pittsburgh's KDFA. Uh, yeah, or KDKA, whichever one it is. Uh, you know, our, our uh, station identifier is not important at this point. Uh, you know, I,
2: I didn't actually finish school. Um, my parents took me out to run in their speakeasy. They needed a barrel roller to roll the barrels up the stairs wait, wait, so... into the illegal speakeasy me... from the subterranean legal brewery. And I was a barrel roller for years and I didn't actually finish school. So can I I
0: get this straight? Your parents, who were paying a lot of money for you to go to, one of the greatest schools in the nation, decided to take you out of the best school of of our nation, Harvard, and uh, so you could roll barrels. Yeah, they're the
2: Kipper's Knickers. They're, they're pretty much I the hope best. that
0: means they're terrible parents. I hope that's what Kipper's
2: Knickers No, means. no. Your face says one thing, but your mouth says Don't you dare another. say I'm old,
0: because it says getting old.
2: Actually, in that instance, your face and your mouth said the same thing. They were okay. both like old... Oh. old.
0: Oh, jeez! All right. Well, we better, you know, you're starting, you're you're working on thin ice there, youngster. So we're going to have to work on into our show here. Yeah, like trying to put a
2: feather bow on the Charleston. It just doesn't work.
0: You are making so much of this up now. And we're going to work on, uh, hey, so the format of the show, we're, we're, we're starting this thing. It's called uh, flapper droppings. Flappers are the big thing here. Yeah,
2: in like, like sticking a peacock's feather into a
0: fag uh be, being a, a bundle of sticks or a uh, or a cigarette
2: bundle of sticks are you british is this this is an american show right no
0: i'm just well traveled and, and um, intelligent so
2: it eh, shows on your face
0: flapper droppings ladies and gentlemen
4: flapper droppings get your flapper droppings here flapper droppings
0: all right so we've got uh we've got some things to uh, to cover here uh one of these is very tragic. We're going to start with some tragic news, ladies and gentlemen, it has nothing to do with my age. So I'd appreciate it if you just get that right out of your, your head, there, Scott. Uh, again, you're working on thin ice, and uh, don't say anything about my large figure either. I realize you are using, such an egg. Um, the I, worst- like, I like you, Jeremiah.
2: You you invited me on this show. We're we're talking a million millions, Mil- a million people, half a uh, four, forty million. Actually. Four, no, I don't think that number's right. But
0: you are a straight egg, and I love you. Straight eggs would be bad. I don't think you would want one of those. If somebody showed me like a a stick and you're like, this is an egg, I wouldn't purchase that. A straight egg is not a good thing.
2: Hey, this one knows his onions.
0: Well, on that note, the worst school mass murder in U.S. history happened in Bath, Michigan. Um, Andrew Kehoe killed 45 people, 38 of whom were children at an elementary school. And as our good friend uh, would say, uh, that's a boner.
2: Well, if I... If I was in Bath at that time, I would have been like, you know what, let's blouse. Let's, let's get out of here. I would have been like, eh, that guy's shooting people? Let's, just, let's, let's blouse.
0: Well, unfortunately, these 38 why the, children... Why did those dead
2: kids, why didn't they just blouse? 38
0: children did not blouse. They uh, periled instead. The good thing... That, the good. I, here's the one thing I have to take away from this is, I'm just glad... I can guarantee you this is probably the last mass school shooting the united states will ever see because you know this was what? so tragic there's no way they're going to let this continue they're going to they're going to put something in place that will prevent this from happening um, let alone in bath michigan but but anywhere if this can happen in bath michigan it could happen in your bath yard. <laughs> get it
2: yeah i, I like your it like it you was a jokes. pun
0: it was a pun but then i realized no, that was like it was dad, about 38 was like, children dying so that was like
2: a dad joke but we all know you're sterile and you definitely look like a dad because of that face
0: so, I mean it.
2: it works I for you. But told you like, in confidence
0: about my sterility, but I said I'd love children someday, just like you, young man. Oh, I just thought you were a pedophile, Unfortunately, and I... I was
2: willing to work with you to be on the radio. But I was like, ah, wait, you me. were
0: willing to work with me even though you thought I might molest you?
2: Uh, well, I'm I'm like 19. I don't I don't quite understand why. Oh, then I'm I would not interested. Yeah, not exactly. interested.
0: No, but, thank you. He looked at me and he's like, he's not the tadpoles, teddies. I th- 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 I I really was just like. um you know, I, I, I said nicely to you, I said, if, if I had a son, I'd, I'd, I'd like it to, like this son to be like you, Scott. You're like, uh, I want to get
2: in that boy's pants, but this guy's too old, so he he's just going to be the aunt's pants to me, and I'm just going to be the aunt to that boy's pants.
0: Moving on to Columbine. Another massacre. This one is a fight between Colorado State Police and an unarmed striking coal miner group, which led to machine guns being fired into the crowd of miners, and six miners were killed. And dozens were injured.
2: You know, that's that's a pretty horrible thing to have happen. I I feel really bad for these miners. I mean, working working so hard at that young age, it just makes makes no sense to even have them work.
0: No, these are five,
2: six, seven years old.
0: Er, miners. They were dig. They miners like little little kids. No, they dug in the ground.
2: Why was dug in the ground?
0: He. um... No, 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 they, they were, they were, uh... was they, one
2: of the little kids
0: done. They, They were, they were digging into the ground as if they were mining things. They're not miners like young people. They were mining, uh, for, for
5: coal.
2: Oh, okay, okay. Well, I guess the only thing I can really say is we can, we can probably sleep pretty soundly tonight knowing that this is the worst thing that'll ever happen in Columbine. I know, And right, probably, yes. statistically, the only massacre that'll ever happen in Columbine... I mean, forever.
0: I know. So 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 far, we're actually starting on what could be considered two somber notes, but we're at least. We've got some uh, that we can look forward and say, hey, we're not going to have any bad school shootings anymore, and nothing bad's ever going to happen in Columbine again. So thank goodness for 1927 is all I'm saying.
2: Except if they shut down that mine, there's all those young dew droppers. They they don't have jobs now. and Mm -hmm. My only
0: thought is like... James Dole, the Pineapple King, uh, recently sponsored the Dole Air Race, putting up a prize of $25,000 for the first airplane to fly from Oakland to Honolulu... And ten thousand dollars for second place. Would you ever do that? Would you ever fly a fly an airplane for uh, pineapple money?
2: Well, am I the wings? I don't, uh, airplanes, Wait, are, airplanes are airplanes are kind of new, and I, I went to school and they taught us a little bit about it. But what I don't really remember is like when you're flying an airplane, are you just like holding on real tight with your toes and like just flapping your arms?
0: No. Goodness, it's, no.
2: It, isn't that flying an airplane? Like, don't you, don't you literally fly it? No, you, 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 you
0: pilot it, 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 I guess would be the better way to put it. You huh? can realize we we went through a war, like, oh, well over a decade ago where planes were, for, were floating around doing a lot of this stuff. You know that, right?
2: Yeah, that was the duck's quack. And, you know, as far as I'm concerned, I, I paid attention to it enough to know it happened. But I just, uh,
0: eh? 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 World War One, Eh? You know, this is the problem with you millennials today. Is you were here, you are born around this time, you know, and and, and, and you just and I, I mentioned something as significant as the First World War, and you're and you're saying, eh? It's, it's you sitting in front of the radio all day, watching the jazz singer all day. That's really driving this country apart. You kids, you just don't have any appreciation for this. You're you're glued in front of your devices. You're what? one television I... set to share with Bucks of family. I... You're maybe the one radio to tune I... into.
2: I, I mean, I. I can tell by your face that like you live in you live in the past because that's where your face is from (laughs) another old another old joke but Um, you know you know there's there's gonna be bigger and better like world wars like you really can't think about the one that happened that's
0: right which is weird that I called it world war one almost as if I knew there was going to be another one but what I was saying is the world war that we won is what I said not world war one which is what it probably uh sounded like uh like I was saying um, so, but, uh, you know, we're not talking about the wars, though. We're not talking about the wars at all. We're, we're talking about, uh, airplanes. And I was just wondering if the Pineapple King offered you money to fly the airplane, uh, but you apparently don't know how airplanes are flown, so let's move on to another story. How's that? S- sounds good. Let's keep
1: this show moving.
0: All right, well, uh, I'm gonna go bounce this one off you, if I could. Uh well, let's, like a, let's
4: do
2: this.
0: Like a buffalo nickel off a tight, like like 19-year-old's, uh, ass. That sounds like the leopard stripes. And, uh, when the Mississippi River flooded um this past year i don't know if you remember this uh it was, it, i do it was wet it affected arkansas quite it, a bit were well, you were in arkansas at the time no it, where it, were you uh, at the time of the uh, the great flood of uh, the mississippi flood uh mississippi river flood uh,
2: i was around um i i found it weird to follow this story in the news though because it, it seemed a little odd that the mississippi river flooded and then arkansas flooded why didn't Mississippi flood?
0: Well, the Mississippi River goes along; it goes up uh, multiple states. You know that.
2: I you, which ones? Can you name them all for well, me? Well, Arkansas- This is a show that makes you smarter. I. Why oh, don't you put oh, a question mark there? It's oh always been. This is this makes did you I just, smarter. I just coined that.
0: We're not going to use that. It, it is, it makes you smarter with I, an exclamation I, point.
2: This is Scott Bear. This is my first episode of the podcast, and I'm, I'm actually. You're not coining this. I'm actually really excited right now that I
0: just. You're not coining something. anything. No, it's it makes you smarter with an exclamation point. It's always been that since Lost Our Homestead. You're not taking that away from Riggy. That's the one thing that he brought to the show, and we're not going to let you take that away from him, okay? Riggy's dead. His motto is not dead, okay? You couldn't live up to Riggy. You couldn't fill his goddamn dead britches, his gout filled diarrhea britches, okay? It's not. Ha- ah! uh, the mississippi river uh, does uh
2: do what do, do, do i need to address any of what just happened
0: not at all uh i, I i'd it, say we'll uh fix that in post but we are live on kdka and i want to welcome our is listeners there,
2: is your cocaine man a thing we should be doing on the show listen
0: back in the day back when i first uh used to record the show uh, cocaine lozenges were just something you'd use for a toothache, okay? I'm just using it for a, well, a little bit of a headache. I can, I can tell by the face on your face you've been around that long to have done that. I've uh, been around a while, okay. And, and enough with the old jokes. Mississippi definitely uh, goes through Arkansas. The Mississippi River, not Mississippi Tell me itself. More states. Mississippi itself does not go through Arkansas. The Mississippi River does, though. Tell me more states it goes through. Or uh, well, I, actually, I should say it borders. I want it, border. like,
2: like it makes you
0: smarter. It's a border of uh, it, it, Arkansas is uh, one of the bordering states. Uh, the, of Mississippi, what state? the, the Mississippi state. The Mississippi to Arkansas border. The Mississippi River, uh, Missouri is one of them. Vermont. No, not at all. No, I don't even know where that is. It's uh, that's way up in Maple syrup I Surf know. It's uh, it's. I mean, it's nearby us. It's it's near. Uh, it's next to New York, I believe. Right, Jeff. Uh, but, but wait, what? Jeff? What about Jeff? Rocks. Je- Jeff. rocks. Wait, what? No,
2: I'm just trying to figure out what states the Mississippi borders. I figured if I prompt, neither you of those bit, are. Wait, I you've been out of school for so long that I kind of figured that maybe, maybe, just maybe. You forgot a few things from school. So I'm thinking if I just... I know where the goddamn
0: uh, Mississippi River is and the fact that it flooded and covered 36 of 75 counties of Arkansas, covering 6,600 square feet. I know that much. And the the counties were underwater up to 30 feet. And it covered 2 million acres of farmland and cost over a million dollars for relief and recovery, uh, which is almost 14 million (laughs) dollars. Decades from now, and it was the most destructive in Arkansas history so far, because it just happened a few months ago. Well, that, that is terrifying, both
2: in your lack of geographical knowledge, um, in your rant about the destruction that seemed to go off the rails entirely, and, and uh, your wrinkles in your face when you did your rant... Looked like the Mississippi. You literally looked like a, a river that could bisect the United States went right through your face. You have weird wrinkles, similar they, to they the Mississippi. They literally start at one temple, hit the corner of an eye, cross the bridge of your nose, hit the other eye. That is a leave scar. The corner of that the other eye. That is a scar eye,
0: that I got in the First World War.
2: Down to the corner of your mouth, up as a jowl to your nose, down as another jowl, hooks around your chin. Goes straight up the center of your face, through your chin, up the bridge of your nose, through the center of your forehead. So far so
0: good, yeah. Goes
2: Mm -hmm. through the receding hairline your comb-over is hiding. Wraps around your neck, see that, I see. Okay. zigzags all the way to your chin, yep. hooks back up to your left ear, goes under your nose over your upper lip to your left ear,
0: correct yes. goes
4: into that ear, out the other ear, your around off, the but... back
2: of your head to that weird bald spot that looks like Lake Michigan, and then comes all the way around and ends in the middle of your left cheek.
0: Well, yes, that that is a scar from the only world war we've had that I've received in uh, the world war that we won. Did did you
2: actually fight in that war, or were you one of the trenchmen who put up the barbed wire, the razor oh, wire? Oh no, 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 none did of that. You get, no. Did you did you maybe no. drink a little of the uh, the spirits and you fell into the razor wire? I was actually over a, uh, and over, I was and, actually over a and over and over again. If you if
0: you need to know, uh, Riggy and I were actually on uh, location. Uh, were, recording... you trench,
2: were you trench diggers?
0: We we no, we were recording. We were journalists actually at the time.
2: Sorry, sorry about my uh, off and on accent there. Uh, every once in a while, I dip into a slight British accent because I I spent several years at Harvard, uh, EX program.
0: The the Har, that Harvard EX yeah. program. Yeah, which is uh, where they send you overseas to Oxford was where the X is stands for. It was actually Harvard OX, I believe. Is I'm what you're so talking glad about. you said Oxford. I almost said Hogwarts. Um. Well, I, I have no idea what you're. Well, saying. there was a
2: man on the street in uh, in Boston who handed me a brochure and said, "You want to go to college overseas? Here's a brochure." And I was like, "Oh my God, where is it?" And he goes, "It's Hogwarts." And I was like, what? "I think you said I'm pretty sure it's at Ox Oxford, but." It's at Hogwarts, and okay. I was like, "What is that?" And he goes, "It's a school for boys." And I said, "What do you do there?" And he said, "Mainly well, less suck people." probably. He said, are. "Mainly suck my friends' dicks," and I was like, "Oh, that's not the bee's knees at all." But I went for a year, picked up a bit of an accent. Uh, bit learned of a dick-sucking th- problem, too? learned <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have a gag reflex.
0: Okay. Well, uh, came up.
2: back to the U.S., was a popular chap for a while, and I, I, mean, wonder, I yeah. picked up some slang, learned some things, and, and I I mean, like, yep, now and- I'm on this show in Pittsburgh, and thank you for having me on, Jeremiah. My name is Scott, and I'm on the first episode ever of Lost and Hope Podcast.
0: I have no idea what a podcast is, but uh, I'm g- <laughs> going to assume... <laughs> That was, I, I'm guessing that's, you know what, it, that's got to be some crazy uh, British slime that you're bringing back to the States here. Uh, i sorry, I'm, 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 this, this recording booth we're in, it's, um, it's small and it's hot. Um, I, I'm having a bit of the vapors. Yeah, yeah, that That would make sense. Uh, we're going to go ahead and move on to, uh, you know what, I think we got time for, let's say, uh, one well, more, two, two more, so one, ten, one more, two.
2: This this is my first episode and as long as the airtime is allowed and we're allowed to talk.
0: Hey, I've got to keep um, talking. Trick or treat. Um You treat. don't even know what that means, do you? Treat. Uh, you cause... asked me a question. I'm I'm picking one of the yeah, so, two. So this is something answers. this is something that kids are doing in Canada now. Have you heard of this? Have you have you seen this? Um no. Kids are uh, going to the door and they're saying trick or treat.
2: And are they getting tricks and Treats?
0: I have no idea, actually. I, I've not is that, actually... Is, that,
2: is there a flapper that meets him at the door? They know, get, actually... Do they get, like, a, a nice nice breathy cigarette? And, and possibly, like, a, they do. It looks a like, pinch
0: on the bottom? It looks like they say trick-or-treat, and they open the door, and the and the adults of the house will give them a, a carton of Lucky Strikes. Or they will pull down their pants and uh, and make them do a dance for them.
1: Okay,
2: okay, okay. Sounds a lot like my trip to Hogwarts. Uh, sounds
0: uh, like my trip to Hogwarts. Have you had uh, Have any of this, uh, speaking of cigarettes, uh, uh, if I don't know if you smoke, but uh, if you're trying to quit, because they've... Uh, Everyone smokes nowadays. I don't even understand why you're asking me And that. I don't even know why people would want to quit. But if you do, uh, there's this new thing called Pez Candy, which is uh, meant to... Is that to- another cigarette? Is it, can I smoke Pez candy? It's, it's actually a, it's it's made of tobacco. It's a small candy made of tobacco. You eat it, and it's pure tobacco enters your system immediately. And there's actually a tinge of uh, dried alcohol in there, which uh, and then uh, sugar to top it all off, and some cocaine. Is that is that factually accurate?
2: Because it doesn't feel like it is.
0: This is actually more of what I hope Pez candy is, and not so much uh, of what I know that it is. I believe it was it was created to help quit cigarettes and uh Once as again, you notice wh- i'm smoking right now I, I love the smooth taste of lucky strike cigarettes i don't care that they almost killed my friend riggy mcgee <sighs> lucky strikes made from the uh, delicious uh, tar of of the red man
1: mm.
0: <clears throat> the red man being the indians
2: I'm um, i'm actually glad he brought up sponsors i mean um, I, i'm first First new this week to the show I'm, I'm happy to be here in Pittsburgh it's first new, yes, uh, yes. This, is, this is new for me I'm, I'm sorry if I'm awkward and I don't quite get the radio format I, I hope I don't mess it up But um, I also uh, I, I came to the show and was offered the gig Because I brought a sponsor
0: to the show as well oh, I was actually very appreciative You said you could bring money in the door right away And obviously money talks So uh,
2: here's our sponsor
3: Lucky Strike Cigarettes They're what's good for you you wanna take a drag off my lucky? Uh, well, count yourself lucky, cause I got an extra lucky.
4: Let's smooth.
3: I'm gonna put this lucky in your mouth.
4: Oh, I like
3: it. I'm gonna pull this long, hot rod of fire out of my oh, pocket. Yes. Yeah, and I'm gonna up. light your lucky, making you the luckiest gal on
4: earth. I like lighting that lucky.
3: You you know the only thing better than a Lucky Strike cigarette? What?
4: What is it?
3: A Lucky Strike cigarette after sex. Oh, are
4: you propositioning me? Goo goo goo.
3: We're already in bed.
4: Oh my goodness, we are.
3: We just had sex. That
4: was a heck of a cut. Lucky Strike cigarettes make me wet. Goo goo.
3: Thank you for being wet, baby. No problem. You know what? little puss is a bee's knees bee's and you know bee. what we just finished sex you know <laughs> yeah. what time it is
4: smoking time
3: time for a lucky strike lucky
4: strike
3: let me just pull out of my pocket my long hot stick of fire we're
4: doing it over again
3: you know what repetition's good for what but... well fucking
1: smoking
3: smoking lucky
1: strikes
3: lucky strikes because addiction wouldn't have the ad in it if it wasn't for
1: the dick
3: i was gonna say repetition but let's i thought you were
1: doing a play on words like addictions Am I I making you feel stupid even though I'm a woman? I'm sorry. Repetition.
3: Repetition.
1: Smoke them if you got them.
3: You know what would help with repetition?
1: No. Having
3: the dishes done two days in a row.
1: I am just a woman you slept with a minute ago. I don't live with you. All right, um...
0: Well, that was that was, was, uh, a, that, was a, that was a good. Uh, I appreciate you for bringing the ad to the table, and we were just talking was, about was, Lucky Strikes. It's a, it's a big company nowadays, and they've they've got a lot of money to give us. So hopefully, they appreciate uh, what we put together there for them. It was and they will only, come back to the table uh, to to for, for the next couple of weeks and uh, help us keep the lights on here. It was at the literally show. Uh,
2: the only reason I was allowed on the show. Um, I'm I'm new to uh, the radio biz, and they, they really only told me I could be on the show if I uh, I brought a sponsor with me. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Yeah. so lucky Lucky Strikes. Um,
0: they're good for you. They're they are good for you. I, I've, uh, my doctor has actually recommended them. Uh, I was having some uh, some heart problems recently, and they said uh, smoke some more Lucky Strikes, and it will help you right out. So uh, I just uh, I, I do want to s- uh, say thank you uh, genuinely from the bottom of my heart, Scott, and of course all your listeners. Hey, it's been for- fun. And and I do want to say once again, rest in peace to our good friend uh, Riggie McGee, who uh, helped us. I'm out I'm sorry, for I keep decades. interrupting
2: throughout the whole show
0: for decades. Uh, that's that's part of the show. That's what we're supposed to do. I'm not used heard. to radio. No, you're clearly not. But I,
2: I literally keep, keep talking
0: over that's, you. That's and I, fine, I can't yep.
2: tell the I can't tell the cues. When Honestly, that, that's that's I
0: talk. That, that that is fine. I I think uh th- this is the end of the show. We're all ready to go. And is this I this where I talk. This is uh I well this is where I'm gonna say uh, thank you to everybody, and uh, we're gonna start actually a little a slight we're gonna a slight different. Uh, uh, modification to our uh, exit and we're, I'm just going to say get lost I oh, I was going to say it makes you
2: smarter but I mean the wrinkles in your face say you mean it more and want it more so your, fa- your face is old Marcus. just say get lost well, just, just get lost
0: wow what a blast from the past! That was crazy hearing. It's like especially that was fucked up. Hearing your, I know we, we talk about like our episode zero podcast and stuff, but we were we were experienced well before that. We were just it was a podcast, it was I, new I, medium. I, I that was so weird. That was so weird, and it, it was so weird like hearing and so many like, gay you like, a, like well, and Well, and now like hearing like we're so used to this, we've done this for so long, and you've done it along with me for so long that it's so weird to hear it like a time when you were like nervous to be on the show and you were like looking up. To me, but also being a little bit rude, I actually kind of forgot about that. Um, but uh, but I, I I was awesome, man. It was awesome hearing some of that You know, some you know that something old stuff. I
2: never told you all the way back then on our first episode, of 1927. What's that? Yeah. Uh, I never told you, and I feel weird telling you now because it might be a big bombshell for the show. Uh, um, honestly, let's hear it here
0: first. Um, then episode 200 is the way, where to drop this bomb.
2: All right, this is episode 200. I'm just gonna get this off my chest. Riggy McGee was my dad. <gasps>
5: Yeah, yeah, take a
2: moment, take a moment, let that settle in. Um, I didn't didn't want to name drop, I didn't want to get my first job using my dad's name, it felt wrong. Dude, that
0: makes so much sense, because I remember back in the day, he would bring you to the studio and say, this is my son Scott, and... uh, I wasn't allowed to talk. But it was so weird that like he I literally didn't, said I you didn't have put no those... voice
2: for radio if you're ever around a recording cylinder and you speak, I will cut your fucking But I, I just tongue can't believe out. I
0: never put 2 and 2 together that when he brought you to the studio and said this is my son that like that that was you. No, nope, he threatened to cut my tongue out if I ever spoke on a wax cylinder. And uh,
2: the lucky thing is we transitioned into uh, radio, like radio waves. So, technically, you were allowed to do
0: that. Oh, as, yeah. The yeah. second he died and, he was and we transitioned and he to radio,
2: i like, am like, I'm free.
0: Yeah, and he was dead. So, it's not like he was going to actually hear. And, and I apologize. I'm making like, light of your father dying. But, uh, you know, that's, uh, you know. Uh, that yeah, that makes a lot of sense. It, like you've got a you've got a knack for uh you know the rapport that we have and all that kind of stuff. So I hope everybody uh, enjoyed listening to those two blasts from the past. The first one being the old 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 one with Reggie McGee, December thirty first, eighteen ninety nine. That's
2: right. This one goes out to you, Dad. Dad, we miss you up there in uh. I do, man. Moonshine in, heaven. In,
0: in gout heaven. Gout, oh. gout. Actually, heaven. no. That wouldn't be that. It'd be like hell. It's how we die. Gout hell. Nah. No, no, gout he, heaven he, sounds way better. It rolls off the tongue. Gout top. heaven. Gout heaven. Yeah.
2: Dad, I love you in gout heaven.
5: If if I saw you in gout heaven, would you know my name? If I saw you in gout
0: heaven.
2: Yeah, it's, it's you, Riggy.
0: That's you. That's you, Riggy. That's you, Riggy. This um, one goes out to you, Riggy. That was uh Actually, was... we are
2: going to go out on a wax cylinder recording of an outro song. It's right, yeah. This, let's let's just send this out to my dad, Riggy. Yeah,
0: Riggie no, they, they actually, I would like to put this because this is actually one of his favorite bands. And the thing was, it wasn't until the last, I don't know, cup. Co- it was it was while we were uncovering uh, these uh, clips for this show that we actually discovered an unaired studio outtake from the famous Bunk Johnson and the Browntown Orchestra featuring O Ring Spokane. On the yodeling, and this was uh, your dad's favorite band actually back in the day. It was, and so so it's so cool that we actually get to uh, play this unheard piece. The whole world has not heard this. We actually uncovered this literally in a box of cylinders that we were supposed to use way back in the day, but it uh, it was an outtake. So no, what what is uh, what is the name of the song again?
2: Uh, It's this is called Plow Fever. Plow Fever. All right, let me let me dedicate this to my dad in the way he would have liked it. Amon Ricky McGee. We're doing plow fever for you. Hey, man, you're living up there. In God have it. You enjoy
1: this love. That's that's
2: that's how I could have seen Ricky McGee loving it. He would have loved it. He he loved that Rastafarian life.
0: I, you know, I never even put it together that he was making.
2: He didn't really come across as such, but the dreads kind of threw, threw it. And, you know, his black complexion.
0: Yeah, yeah. His accent. I think Did you just think he was a coal miner? That's racist, dude. No, I did. I, well, no, I just thought he, I, his accent kind of like t- t- took me for it. But um... no,
2: he was he was full rasta. I mean, not a coal miner, not a hick. He was full rasta, and uh, up there in heaven, there, Riggy, enjoy this. We're looking
0: at you, baby. Uh, everybody out there, I hope you also enjoy Bunk Junkleson and the Browntown Orchestra featuring O Ring Spokane on the Yodels. This is called Plow Fever. Enjoy and get lost. Hope to see you for another two hundred more, everybody. Two hundred
1: more. <laughs> Get lost. Plow fever, racing history. Plow fever, take your family. Plow fever everywhere. Don't let the gout get you down. Plow fever is the worst in town. It killed your wife and your kids. Take it, noodles. Yeah. Now introducing Mr. O Ring Spokane on the Yodels. Ugh. Yodel, uh, yodel. Uh, yodel, What the heck's wrong with oh uh, What's that, you say? Yodel. By a mule, you say? Yodel. In the head, you say? We'll never yodel the same again, you say? Mule in the studio! Uh, uh, Get that uh, mule out of here!
5: Uh, that mule
1: ain't supposed uh, to be on the record until tomorrow! No, uh, 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 Mule! Go. Stomped and raped to death by a mule. All right, all right. If anyone asks, O-ring never made it to the studio, right? Am I right, guys? None of this ever happened, okay? We'll just dispose of his body, leave the mule in the desert somewhere, and no one's the wiser. What's that you say? Still recording, you say? Well, sheep.